welcome to Positively Flourishing, a weekly podcast by me, Cindy Overton, and Dr. Miranda Lawrence. This podcast will unpack our knowledge of evidence-based health and the effects of positivity on all facets of our health. From a patient, me, with Miranda's clinician perspective, there's going to be a lot of our personal experience thrown in as well. We laugh a ton when we're together, and this is essentially an open invite to our table to heal, to grow, and hopefully be in a better place than when you found us. I must warn you, there are a few bad words said, and some of the subject matter isn't kid-friendly. Please take that into consideration when listening, and welcome to Positively Flourishing. Welcome to another episode of Positively Flourishing with Cindy Overton and Miranda Lawrence. We are your hosts. I'm Miranda. And I'm Cindy. Thanks for joining us. Um, We're doing another Zoom recording. It's kind of funny. Um, I don't know if we actually even said this on air, but a few weeks ago, uh, we were going to do a drunk episode where we, but we needed a lot of time. And so it's going to have to be on Friday it's going to be so much fun and it will probably be several episodes because when I got the breathalyzer, we're going to ask each other random questions, not random questions, but a series of questions. And it was going to be tons of fun. So I went out and got the breathalyzer and my staff, one of them is a paramedic and she's not married to a cop, but she's been dating him a long time. And apparently she participates in Louisiana state lab, whatever they're drunk labs. And she was like, no, you got to wait 15 minutes between each time before you take another shot. You have yeah. to, before you breathalyze yourself, you have to wait 15 minutes, rinse your mouth out with water, I guess, just, just so it's a true reading and any alcohol residue isn't on your mouth. And so I was like, well, damn, this is going to take a lot of time for me and Cindy to be able to do. Yeah. So we want to inject humor into your lives and our lives. And we have a lot of fun off the air, Cindy and I, with this kind of stuff. And everybody was super excited. I was like, go live with it, go live with it. But then we realized pretty quickly that in 15 minute increments, it's going to have to be, you know, a four or five hour thing. I don't drive, not just drunk. I don't drive if I've had anything to drink. Because you ain't about to catch me breaking the law. (laughs) So I would need a DD. So we're going to do it at Cindy's house when we do it. And it'll probably be in a couple weeks which really will be like a month for you guys because we we're recording more episodes together so you can get one weekly. So anyway, stay tuned for that. That's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And it will be broken down into several episodes when we do it, because um, if we're going to be doing it every 15 minutes, obviously we're going to take more than four shots. So if you want to submit questions or topics for us to talk about, (laughs) by all means do it. Um, Let's see. Uh, what, what's new with you since we recorded last Sunday? Just hanging out at home, working my booty off. Did you do anything for us? We barbecued and hang out at the pool in the river behind us. Oh, you, did you, was it the pool or the river? Both. Really? Yeah. What, why both? What does the river offer you that the pool doesn't? Um, nasty water, sand. Like, did you fish out of it or like you were swimming in it? We just sat in it. Yeah. Just sit there and fight the current. Can we float down it or is this dangerous? Do what? Can we float down it or? We're going. Sorry. Is it dangerous? It is dangerous at certain points of it. And we don't float at all. But there's a section of it that Woody and WL are going to float on WL's birthday, I think. Um, Which is. Huh? That sounds fun. I know. I know. We talked about that yesterday. They came up with that plan. So it's a four hour float um, when you drop down just a few miles away from our house. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I might go. We'll see. Um, don't you guys have a boat with real life real crime? Do yeah, we do. We used to. We don't have the uh, the real life real crime on it anymore. It was called Lady Justice. Okay, yes. But well, yeah, the wrap came off when we were cleaning it. I want to boat. I want to go down to Lake Maripaw. The best time I ever had in Louisiana was going on a friend's boat down there, cruising the river, down to the lake. And 
just chilling. I was pregnant with Lillian, I think, and it was so much fun. My favorites were Dove's you know, grew up, he grew up like he took his first steps on the boat. Like it's just, we loved it. It was our party barge at the time. It wasn't the other boat. Um, so but, is Lady Justice not a party barge? Is it like a pontoon? No, it's like a, um, I, what he calls it a fast boat. And I didn't know that was like a, such a thing, but it's just like a boat boat, like a ski boat. It looks like a ski boat versus like a pontoon. Got it. So it really is fast. Yes. Yes. But it's not like a cigarette boat. You know what I mean? It was actually um, Sheriff Ard's previous boat. And he purchased it from another sheriff. What the hell? It's like the sheriff special over here. The sheriff special. It's tight. Now I feel like I want Lady Justice just so I can be like this. It was it was this person's and Jason's, and then I don't know what the other two called it. We just named it Lady Justice because it just fit, you know. It should be Lady Justice. I know. Very law enforcement people should have. I know. Or now you can name it uh, Sugar Turns to Shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody would know who hasn't. Well, Tuesday. Tuesday had a boat when she still lived out in Falls River. Tuesday, for those of you who don't know, I own a clinic called Flourish Hormone Replacement. Uh, Tuesday's my weight loss coach. She had a boat when she lived on Falls River, and then she moved into the LP. Denham Springs actually right right a few miles down the road from me. We all live like in a little area a few miles apart from each other. But um, she got rid of her boat when she got off the river, and she's very upset about it. And I am too for her. I hope she gets the boat back or a different boat. And now I want a boat. Once we get all this construction stuff worked out, I'm excited. So yeah. I was just curious if you guys ever take your boat down to. The we haven't in the year. We haven't in a couple of years, not since Ida, but that was like our life for years and years. Every weekend we were on the boat. Yeah, that was, and I loved it so much, so much fun. You gotta get back. You gotta get back to it. There's nothing wrong with the boat. That would be a good self-care thing to do, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. So everybody, self-care. Think of something you can do for yourself this week to put self-care. If you're already out on the boat regularly, a lot of the people that I'm pelleting because I put a dressing, a waterproof dressing over, almost every person I pellet is saying, I'm going swimming, what have you. I go swimming. So I did go yesterday. But so if you're already doing that stuff, you're already practicing self-care. Excellent. If you're, if you're one that's not, make sure you're focusing on that. Um, um, mental health is super important. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Self-care, critical to that. Today, we're going to talk about something that comes up a lot at my clinic. And that is what type of clinic I have, but more specifically, why my practice is different. I'm not saying better. I'm saying it is different. So I've mentioned before that I practice functional medicine. And with that, functional medicine is an alternative type. It falls under the umbrella of alternative. So DNP is on my scrubs, and that stands for doctor of nursing practice. Someone recently was like, oh, you're not, oh, you're doctor naturopathy. And I was like, oh, no, no. I was like, though I'm not insulted by that, um, you know, there's still a difference between what I do and, and naturopaths. Naturopaths do have a doctorate degree. So anybody with a doctorate degree is a doctor. That is what it is. And you can't take it away no matter how many times you try to. Yes. So that means somebody completed the highest level of education in the topic that they're an expert in. So if I had three master's degrees, one in biomedical engineering, one in nursing, and one in chemistry, I still would not be a doctor if I don't have a doctorate. (laughs) It makes you an expert on one topic. <laughs> Cindy, I know why you're laughing and nobody's going to get it. So sorry. I'm just no, no, no. finding my joy in wherever hilarious. I can. It's It's hilarious. Um, I'll t- I'll, uh, if you guys won't remember this probably, but a very, very many episodes back, I mentioned there was this, I don't want to say well-respected member of the community, but she's pretty she owns her own company. She's, she's not a child, like not in her early twenties. I don't want to call her an older lady, but old enough to not 
be living the drama life. And um, for some reason, that is just what she's choosing to do. And I don't understand her behavior at all. But um, anyways, she uh, when um, those people stole from my company, um, they uh, this person put them in, interjected themselves into the situation. And so they felt the need to she was just trying to dig up whatever she could on me and try to get all this stuff saying telling people I didn't wasn't licensed and then people she was messaging it to multiple people and it was very disturbing to them and then I would get the screenshots and they'd be like do you want us to tell her you have a license like you couldn't prescribe if you didn't have a license I was like no 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 she'll get tired eventually and so she reached out to Cindy and told her I I didn't have a doctorate and Cindy was like (laughs) screenshots of me like what do I do and I'm like oh god now I have to clarify what a doctorate degree is to this to just so but you know you can't you can't argue someone who sometimes people are so dead set to want you to fail they'll argue themselves to the death and that's what this person was doing so we we still joke whenever we need a laugh about how desperately she wanted me to not be a doctor stripped of all my title yes (laughs) yeah um but anyways yes i'm an expert in what i do and love it and there's many experts in what they do so that is what a doctor is and so i'm not a naturopath I don't disrespect what they do. We'll probably need to get an naturopath on the on the um, on the podcast at some point, just so we could hear it from their perspective. What I know is from my patients' perspective, because I have patients that see me and a naturopath. The only thing I know from a patient's perspective, I have not been to one. Right. Uh, what I know from a patient's perspective is I know they have supplements in the building. And I know they wave rocks over body parts and whatever that rock leans towards lets them know like if what vitamins are deficient in and how big of a dose they need. That is my interpretation of what I've been told from patients. I'm sure if there's a naturopath listening or do you know any different? I don't. I truly don't. So that is my understanding from, from a patient. I will definitely reach out. The only one I know in Livingston Parish is Robin Kirby. I will ask her if she would like to come on and talk to us about what the heck she does. Yeah. Um, and the only, uh, I think the only other major difference, I do not wave rocks around people. Um, I do lab tests to see if you're, you know, what your levels are based on blood work. Um, and then we prescribe medications. I do recommend vitamins and supplements, but we're all, all everyone that follow, falls under alternative medicine really wants a more natural approach. That's how we're all similar. So the similarities are natural approach. How we go about doing that is vastly different. And it and doesn't mean we naturally agree on things either. So um, just like if you have religion and people say they're Christian and they have different denominations, that's the best thing I can compare it to. Right. So under alternative medicine is integrative medicine, functional medicine, um, DOs, uh, which aren't MDs, but they are still like medical providers and they're definitely doctors. They tend to have a more natural approach, but they can practice conventional medicine just like MD. So this is a very confusing bit, but um, there's integrative medicine, functional medicine, naturopathy, chiropractic care. You know, you'll have some conventional medicine providers that'll say, don't go to chiropractor, like they're going to break your back. Right. And those of us in the in the alternative lifestyle or alternative medicine, alternative lifestyle, Jesus Lord. Uh, I'm like entering a confessional here of like, that could be taken many, many ways. That is not what I was trying to say. Fall under alternative medicine, typically recommend chiropractic care. And um, that's again, not to not conventional medicine, Uh, conventional medicine providers. uh, There's plenty that recommend chiropractic care. I was very mixed about it when I was still in conventional medicine because I had never been to one. Everything I had heard about a chiropractor was just they didn't recommend vaccines. And I had heard from it from what we were taught in conventional school. So very limited knowledge about it. And I also don't think all chiropractors are created equal, just like all functional medicine providers aren't created equal, all naturopaths aren't created equal, etc. We have a core of ethics here that we follow. And then after that, our personalities and the way we practice are highly different. So if you've ever heard of functional medicine, 
I would say we all practice similarly, except now it's a buzzword. And so there's going to be a lot of people that pop up and say they practice functional medicine. I know I had a guy ask me, like, what's your training for doing these lab reviews? And I said, well, I've been practicing for years and I studied under functional medicine provider for two years and I went to a, a training on it. And so they just said, okay. And I didn't take it offensively. And hopefully they didn't take my answer offensively because uh, they're still patient. But this was in the very beginning when I text your lab reviews after I publish it to your portal. But I can see the reasoning. It's like, well, I've been told all this time my thyroid's fine. Right. How did you determine that my thyroid's not okay? Mm -hmm. So you have to have a more in-depth conversation. Your provider did a TSH. That's what conventional medicine, what we're taught to do. There are conventional medicine providers that will draw a TBO on everybody, but not usually because insurance doesn't cover it. They don't want to be stuck with the bill. We as providers are stuck with the bill. A lot of cases, if we order something that your insurance isn't going to cover. Right. And I talked about that on another episode when, um, you know, the person that was stealing from me, she, she kind of set that up intentionally um, to where this particular lab, we, she had done something with Blue Cross Blue Shield and because so many of our, so many of our patients are law enforcement, anybody with the state has Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance. So in one month I had to pay $6,000. That's a lot of money for anybody. Right. And um, so it's not that the provider is wrong. It's just that if they just draw TSH once a year, your insurance will cover that. And then will it catch all of the major cases of thyroid disorder or Hashimoto's? Absolutely. It will, because if your TPO is, if you're, you know, then that's clinically hypothyroidism. But we know that they're not catching any of the other Hashimoto's, which we've talked about this before, but I have a very, very high diagnosis rate of Hashimoto's because we draw it with every single lab. And the very vast majority of those, over 95% of the Hashimoto's cases that I diagnose have a totally normal TSH. So when people are, I spend more of my day explaining why I operate differently or why I do what I do than actually doing the job. So this episode is pretty much just about that. The other thing I have been talking about recently as to why I'm different than other functional medicine providers. I love functional medicine, but when I practiced um, for the two years under Dr. Booker, what I noticed was, you know, and don't quote me on this because I don't remember exactly the packaging prices, but so say it's $7,000 for six months and $14,000 for a year. You pay that up front to get in. And yes, pellets are a part of it, but you pay pellets separately. Right. Everyone I pelleted or did their lab reviews for, because I didn't pellet everybody in the clinic, but I had begun to do that. I was mm-hmm. begun to be the procedure girl and the lab review girl so she could focus on the functional medicine aspect of it functional medicine just takes so much time it is a conversation it's our you know an hour to an hour and a half to two hours of your life with each patient and it's really 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 analyzing every piece of your life so it's saliva tests stool samples urine samples and we're going to make you change your diet. And you're going to be fully committed to this because you just paid me $15,000 to do it. Right. So I'm not saying it's not. And then you come to me. Then you come to me and I pellet you and you're going to pay me more money to pellet you. I am not saying people don't do amazing on that aspect of it. They really do. Mm-hmm. But I wanted, my approach was different. I wanted to, so, you know, I saw these amazing functional medicine providers that I have so much respect for. But I grew up poor. And I mean dirt poor. like eating out of dumpsters behind grocery stores because my parents would not buy food, you know, like, you know, my, my parents were drug addicts. My dad was a drug addict. My mom was a alcoholic. There's plenty of times we were homeless. So we didn't really go without food. We just ate food. We probably should not have been eating. You know, like, so I said that because I see these people who are struggling to afford these programs that could still benefit. And I wanted to have that. Now, do most of my patients struggle here at Flourish? No. Do I have them that struggle? Absolutely. So in a grand scheme, did I reach my goal? Yes. I absolutely reached my goal because my point of taking this to a whole different, my whole idea was pellets help so many people on their own that what if I opened up my own clinic, did just pellets, and then 95% of people are benefiting from it. 
and they don't have to spend all that money. Right. Or if people hear about functional medicine and they're like, I'm not spending 15,000 a year. And then they never even step foot in your door because they know how much it costs. Mm-hmm. I wanted people to be like, oh, $350 to come in and get pelleted. I can make that work and see it and then try it out. Right. I wanted to reach, I knew how beneficial it was. I wanted to reach as many people as possible in the quickest way possible with the lowest commitment possible for them so they could really get their feedback. Are there people I have to refer out? Yes. There are people that I do pellets for, and even though their labs look great, they'll say, I don't feel any different. It's rare, but it happens. I would say about 5% of people. That's why I would say it's about 95. It's about almost no men say they don't feel any different. So it's almost exclusively females. It's almost exclusively women who are not menopausal yet, who are only getting the testosterone dose, no estradiol. It's um, it's usually women who have some mental health history. Uh, I won't throw out diagnoses because it's not a specific one yet. Right. So I just have a very different approach than most functional medicine providers because I, I basically say I don't do full scope functional medicine. Only because I wanted to focus in on what the 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 bulk of it, what had the best results, and only do that piece. Mm-hmm. Similar to you know the one thing, which is a book um, that a realtor wrote, and he's like focus on that one thing, and if you stick to that one thing, that's what you become a master at. Exactly. So I feel like I have mastered the art of hormone replacement therapy by doing it. Does that mean I don't care about the other aspects? Absolutely not. Just I focused on what I saw, got the best results, the most results, the quickest with the littlest input, the littlest room for human error. Right. And really, the patient has nothing to do but go get some pellets in their booty cheek. Like, I mean, that's it. Yeah. So do I feel like, you know, do I want them to eat healthy and do all the other stuff I recommend? Absolutely. But it's not a requirement. I have patients that come and are like as not natural at all, like wouldn't even consider doing anything I recommend. And I don't care. That's their prerogative. Right. Do they feel like the pellets benefit? Absolutely. Then I have super, super natural, healthy clients that are like, they won't take a type of vitamin that I recommend off of Amazon because it has sugar filler in it. And I 100% respect that. That's why we have metagenics. Right. It's just the bulk of people. If I gave them the metagenics, which is... a month. Or I said, here's Bronson's organic, which is $20 for a year. Yeah. But by the way, this one has sugar filler. People are going to hand over feet clobber for the Amazon one because of the price difference. Exactly. Yeah. So offer both. And I just want people to do whatever baby steps or huge, whatever they're willing to do really for their own health. Well, from the patient, not to interrupt you, but from the patient perspective, sometimes before you get the pellets, you're so sick, you don't even realize how bad you are and you make poor eating decisions based on how bad you already feel and the, you know, your gut biome and all the different things that are going on. And when you get that pep in your step again, you're like, oh, I can walk a little bit more today. I can make a better choice of what I'm going to eat for dinner because you feel better. Like you're not growing for that sugar rush and having that afternoon coffee or having that Coke or whatever your vice is, you know, you're feeling better. You don't do that. And then you can open the doors for other changes on your side. That is absolutely what I see the majority of the time. Every once in a while, someone will do the opposite. Whereas and I'm, I used to say this, but there's so many points to like squeeze into such a short time and people don't hear all of what you say anyways. But I pelleted a lady today and I used to hear this a lot more. She was like, you know, it's weird, but I didn't really realize I didn't feel a difference until I felt terrible again. And then once I felt terrible again, then I was like, oh, the pellets were working. Right. And that for a lot of people, I'm like, some people have such bad inflammation. They're just, they're like, of course they can tell because now their joint doesn't hurt anymore. Their back doesn't hurt anymore. They don't have any more hot flashes or night sweats. But for the vast majority of people I pellet, 
these pellets, the hormone replacement is just for your mood stabilization, anxiety, and depression, and yeah, sex drive. But that doesn't seem to be it. It's like what people notice about you with the pellets is that you are not ripping their head off anymore. Right. Crazy to think that since it's for inflammation and plaque buildup. But it's weird how you don't notice a difference, but everyone else does. You right. know, or it's until it's completely worn off. And then you're like, I hate everyone again, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then you're talking through it. And then you're like, wait a second. I didn't hate everybody the last three months because I was on pellets. Mm, yep. And that's that's how it is for me. I don't notice the difference on pellets. Not at all. But my staff does. And they'll be like, for the love of God, please, just please get your pellets. I'm like, I feel fine. <laughs> But obviously not. And they're right every time. And patients are right every time. They'll be like, their, sp- if their spouses contact me or what have you. Or they're, they're like, or the, the patients will be like, yeah, I guess my husband was like, started telling me that my mood was different. And as soon as I looked, it's definitely been enough. And you guys have been contacting me to get on the schedule. So I'm going to keep doing it because... Now I realize that I am pretty angry. And then when I'm on the pellets, I, I, I'm i not as angry at my kids. And I'm not snapping at my kids as much. Or I don't hate my husband anymore. So it's crazy that you don't realize it when you're not doing it. But then when you are doing it, all of a sudden it becomes apparent. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. You would think that you're no longer wanting to kill people. That you'd be like, oh, thank God the sun's out. But it doesn't work like that. So right. And yeah, we're, we love our laser. It's been out of commission for the last six months. There wasn't anything wrong with it. We've been paying on it. Um, so, so we, we spent a pretty penny on it. I could have bought a brand new car in the amount of time that I've had to pay on it. So know that there was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't broken. It's just, it's not supposed to be moved. And so it was moved. It's been recalibrated. Everything is perfect on it. We had to put up, like, and I can vouch for that. It's not a free service. We paid to have it redone um, to they won't warranty it. So we want everybody to know it's completely safe because, you know, like I said, not only do we pay for it, but it, it has to be checked before it can be used again. And it's good. There was no issues on it. And then Sophie's going to train as our, our lead um, laser tech because it's going to give her also some networking and aligning with Flourish is great because she's it's going to help her on that cycle. We had already discussed, Sandy and I had already discussed how we could partner with her so she could kind of learn from this with Flourish, the business dynamic that she needs for her her psych degree. But now she's going to take that a step further and, and work the laser. So we know you guys will love her. If you don't like our website, if you don't like us on Facebook already do because we'll post an intro of her and, and all that stuff. But we do... Um, Anything skin resurfacing, so fine line wrinkles, brown spots, redness, scars, um, moles, anything like that tightening. And then um, laser tattoo removal. It does everything but uh, 90s dolphin teal, <laughs> like my hair is right now. Does not. <laughs> and then um, hair removal. So the hair removal is completely painless. It's the only thing I can absolutely tell you right now is painless. Um, it's a little spot sensitive underneath your arms. Um, and everybody's told me that. So I think even though you shave it, it's still somewhat sensitive, but everything else you can barely feel. And I, when I say barely feel, I don't mean like barely painful. I mean, like it feels like someone taking their fingers and kind of like tapping. So, you know, someone's doing something to you, but um, it doesn't feel painful at all. Not even like a popping sensation. Because you so, have no hair, you're supposed to go hairless, right? Yeah, you have to shave right before your appointment. And then all the skin resurfacing ones, all of them, you you have to be, that area that we're doing has to be completely out of the sun for two weeks before and two weeks after. Obviously, in summer, that's really inconvenient. This will be better for people right now, like doing hair removal, um, Brazilians, chest, back, things that are not com- com- commonly in the sun during the summer, or tattoo removal, if you have any tattoos that need to be covered. Or if you're like me and you're just white as a white as a ghost. In the meantime, I don't really get out in the sun. So I can have everything done. And I am super excited to get because when we had it before, when we bought this, um, this laser cost three times more than my three to four times more than my first house cost. And so, and it's obviously much smaller than a house. And so I was super excited to get all this stuff laser, but we only got to use it for a little over a month. And you have to wait four to six weeks in between 
appointments. And so I never got any of my follow-up care. So I'm super, super excited to have the laser again. I'm going to be looking fly, Cindy, and you will be too. <laughs> Let Sophie laser all your stuff. I know. I want this done and I can't, I know I always butcher it. It's like. The decollete. Yeah. I don't know. Decollete? Decollete? Decollete. Decollete? I don't know. I remembered then coming up with the way to like remember it. Yeah. Decollete. It's French. I'm fairly certain. I can't get your guys' words down. It's the, yeah, it's that part of your chest. Yeah, but the pronunciation of it is is the part. I think it's. Hold on. Decalage. Decalage. (laughs) It was French. Decalage. Decalage. Yes. Decalage. Yes. I don't remember remembering it that way. I feel like I would remember that. <laughs> we have to look up Maybe another. Maybe they taught you wrong. I will. Yeah, because I remember someone local telling me how to say it. And so I remembered it, how they taught me how to say it. But it is not that. Well, this is from Google. And it is just the translation thing. So. Right. Is Google Translate? Yeah. Is it always right? I think it's always right. I've never looked up anything that I knew was correct. And it was in like, it came up different, you know, like with um, Spanish words, mostly. Let me see. To me, it looks like. They called hey. That's wrong. Hold on. Decolletage. I That's just not. I mean. <laughs> there's not a T in it. Decollet. Yeah, it is D-E-C, but E with a thingy over it. Decollage. D-E-C-A-L-A-G-E. No, it's D-E-C-O-L-L-E-T-A-G-E. L-L-L? Decolletage. 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 Well, then it helps if you look up the right word. <laughs> so what? what's the meaning of the word you looked up? Gap. It's it's still the French meaning for that, though. Oh, well, shit. I wonder what. I think it's decolletage because I remember that being how to pronounce it now. Now that I've done it. Yeah. Decolletage. I'm sure it is. Okay, love it. Um, well, that I need that terribly. I need yeah. it terribly. And when we do that part of our body, we're going to do the face too. In a photo facial, we're going to do the face, the decolletage, and the backs of your hands because so many times mine look okay. Starting to get a little wrinkled, Probably. but so many women, this matches their uh, people. Listeners can't see. But the backs of your hands match your face and your decolletage. And so that looks awful. And so if we just do your neck or just do your face, so say we just do your face. Your face looks 20 years younger. You've spent all this money lasering it. But your decolletage, my decolletage looks worse than my face. The skin is just so red and brown. And I don't want to say loose, but... It looks damaged, just super, super sun damaged. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see that, but. Well, it's, it's like a perfect line, like a swimsuit line. Anytime mm-hmm. I'm out, I just, oh, but I'm very pale. The good news is, well, not for me, but for anybody with darker skin tone, it's energy. It follows darker tones. So anybody who has darker skin tones are going to do way, the laser is going to like work better and quicker for them. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's going to take my decolletage well because it's so red and brown mm-hmm. compared to the rest of my skin. But say I was trying to even out the tone of my arms with these, just my freckles, and I just wanted to zap all my freckles. Yeah, the freckles would work, but the rest of me is not going to. Yeah. As well. Huh. Yes. Yeah, so we're excited to have it back. We only had it, like I said, for a month and didn't weren't able to use it related to this construction fiasco that we went through 
Um, but God has been so good to us and our patients have been so good to us that we've, we're, we've grown leaps and bounds since all that started. And now we finally have the laser. Everybody's been super patient, stuck by our side and just been like, let us know when you get that laser. And so I don't know that I would have had the patience to sit there. So to everyone listening, that's a patient. We just really, really appreciate you. And um, you guys are great. So thank you. So the key difference between, and I explain it to patients all the time in person, but really to sum up my approach, the difference in my approach to other functional medicine providers is most functional medicine. And I thought about it. I thought about it obviously last minute, but people will come to me with blood work from another provider and they're like, I brought, they, they did all this blood work. Then they recommended these 15 things. And then I was confused and overwhelmed that I didn't know what to do first. And I couldn't afford to do all of that, or I didn't want to do all that. And then I, you know, and so then they come to me and they're like, but I heard you do this one first. So my approach, is different, not because I don't respect the functional medicine. I really talked about it on this podcast more from a financial standpoint, but really it's that I've taken the one thing that I found to be most effective, which I said, and then if that isn't 100% effective for what your issues are, when you do your six-week post-cut labs, then I expand. So I start mm-hmm. with one and I expand as necessary once your blow work's done. Most functional medicine, you go in, you have all of the testing done at once, not just blood, again, urine, stool, stool is fecal, um, urine, saliva. Hair. Yes, all Did of you it. Did say hair already? Sorry. I didn't, but they do cover hair. Some of them do. Um, some you can even breathe at, like you breathe on stuff. <laughs> so uh, they got bugles, they got so many things. Uh, and then they tell you all the stuff you need to know, all of it. And that's super helpful for people who are fully committed and ready to dive in and will do every little thing you tell them to. But in my experience, the vast majority want, I don't, I don't, please know I don't mean this cocky at all, but they want, give me the big thing first mm-hmm. and the rest later. Yeah. Obviously, that's my experience because that's how I do it. So, of course, the people that come to me prefer my approach. So they didn't stumble upon me by accident. They were referred to me by somebody else who liked that approach. So again, I don't mean that cocky at all or like I'm a better provider. I am 100% not better. Um, I can't say enough brilliant things about Dr. Stephanie Cave and Dr. Uh, Betsy Booker, both whom, you know, have been my collaborating physicians before. Um, Both of them are are the leading uh, functional medicine providers in the area. Dr. Cave is a pediatrician. Originally, she literally wrote the books on book on vaccines and so very respected. And then Dr. Booker, um, same thing. Uh, she her specialty is actually OBGYN like mine. We're both, you know, went to school to deliver babies. And um, and then she uh, branched into functional medicine. And I owe my world to her. I, I again, can't say enough good things about her. Um, their approach is just different than mine. So, again, I the main leading thing that's different from me. than most functional medicine providers is they want to fix every single thing that's wrong with you from the get-go. And then, but people who come to me again, because I think they've heard about me through, if you, my biggest uh, business is from word of mouth is because you know that pellets and these few things that I do, the thyroid medication, if you need it, vitamin D, if you need it, uh, bioidentical B12, if you need it, all of those things are a natural approach and it's the quickest, cheapest way to get you help. And if those things don't work and then you tell me, hey, Miranda, it really helped with this, but, and you came to me with 10 problems and you say, Miranda, it helped nine of them really well, but I'm still having difficulty climaxing and you're a woman, then I'm going to say, hey, I can send you to Wellness Corner. They make the scream cream for me. It's female Viagra. Here you go. Right. Pellets help and you're already paying for the pellets and it helps nine out of 10 things. It was worth the money to try. It's right. still well for you. And the only issue you're still having, and I'm not downplaying that issue. And it was just one, for example, another example would be, Hey, Miranda, I, you know, I can, I've orgasmed the first time in my life through sexual intercourse, but I'm still not sleeping well. Then after pellets, of course, we do pellets. Six weeks later, you do post pellet labs, you get your message for me and you say all 10 things are hundred percent, Miranda. Great. That's usually the conversation that right. everything works and you're feeling amazing. 
Every once in a while it doesn't. And then you tell me this or that isn't working or now I have acne. We'll treat it. We'll get it. We'll get it um, covered. But at least you started with the most effective thing and then branched off from there. For- and you bought them a great chair. Oh, yes. The chair is amazing. The, we, we did. We did get a new chair. So if you used our laser, laser services before, um, know that we, we I just went with the the, pers- the last person who is the same person. Pretty much anything that negative that happened at the clinic is related to one individual that's no longer with us. The construction fraud thing and all of that um, is related to one person. That person wanted a particular chair. All of our clients hated it. So I sold it for pennies on the dollar and bought a very nice um, fully electronic functioning chair that goes up and down side to side, all that. And it's um, foot pedal and hand operable. It has a remote control and foot pedals. So we can flip you on your side, flip you on your back, whatever position. Really? I didn't know that when I tested it out. I didn't know it. Flipped. Are you upset? I didn't flip you on your back. Yeah, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, most importantly, what it has that the other chair didn't is armrest. So if you need something to grab a hold off or just not feel like your arm's about to fall off the side, the last chair just didn't have, it was manually operated, yes, but it also didn't have a place for you to put your arms. So a lot of people just felt uncomfortable because they're like, there's I just arms. held mine like this. Yeah, you have to keep your arms, you have to do something with your arms. And, and I think everybody feels more comfortable if there's a rest. So yeah. there's a rest on this. It is a great chair. And the clinic is just, if I do say so myself, though we're finally in here 18 long months later and, and 10 times more than we thought it would cost, but it is amazing to have our own space. And we are so thankful and blessed. And there's lots more to come with it as far as aesthetics. Like I want to do some really custom pieces with local artists in the individual rooms, but the lobby's done. It looks great. It's functional. We're happy. So definitely come by and see us. If you haven't, we're located at Juven Crossing right by Juven Fam- Family Dentistry, CPR, Ulta, State Farm in that little strip. So we're super, super happy to be here. Yes. If and you're you- local, if you're not mm-hmm. local, we're opening up some more companies. So we're opening up more locations. And if you have interest, if you're a provider and you're listening to this and you're like, hey, we don't have one of you out here. Will you train me to do what you do? Absolutely. We're we're in pro- progress to open three new clinics this week. I mean, currently right now opening three new clinics and it is amazing. Wow. That's awesome. I know. Super excited. Super you get in the places or not yet? Um, well, two are already up and running. Uh, um, one is in St. Louis. So we have an Illinois clinic. We're building that out. So we're building our own building again in a shopping center, just like the Louisiana one. I, it's really funny because I said I wasn't going to do that again. I, I said I needed to take a break from building. Yeah. <laughs> but the owner of the shopping center in Carterville, Illinois. Um, so don't worry. There won't be any construction fraud stuff here. We know everybody. Like, it's all good. And, and he's taking over that and instead of me being the one paying for it and all that. It's a man. So, you know, a lot of what happened to me was because I was a single woman and had, I don't want to say a lot of money, but I had money saved to buy my kids a house. And so these people knew that they got close to me, took advantage of it and got on my bank account. And, you know, one wrote a check to the brother who was a contractor and, and the rest is history. So I lost my kids, well, my kids, mine and my kids savings for our house. This guy, it won't. I won't be the one paying for it at all. It will be wrapped up in the lease and right, and right. The company, so I don't have to stress about that. So we already had an Illinois clinic, but we've been written out space, and now we're going to have our own building for the first time. That's we also, awesome. I know, super awesome, and we're we're also opened up a St. Louis space. I've had one in Richmond, Virginia, but as soon as the Illinois clinic, the first Illinois clinic is done, we'll go. Richmond will be the next one built out, and then we're opening up. Um, so I said the St. Louis one's new and the we're opening Alaska clinic too. So right now, the two that are open now, but needing buildings are St. Louis and Alaska. And then we have two more locations that aren't officially off the ground and we do not have buildings for and they're in Tennessee and Georgia. That's crazy. So, and yeah. you have another one that it's coming soon, right? You talking about New Orleans? Oh, no. I was talking about Hawaii. Oh, that would be lovely. We are going to Hawaii in August. I know. Me, and one of, me, me, yeah, me and one of me and the Alaska provider are going to <laughs> going to Hawaii. And what Cindy's talking about is uh, the that provider who's been a friend of mine for twelve years. She was like, um, 
yeah, so I've always wanted to skydive. Do you feel like you could do it? And I was like, I don't know. I'll think about it. And then we moved on to different topics. We were talking about like paragliding and then some, not different topics in the vein of floating in the sky, but definitely not skydiving. And so it completely got off topic of skydiving. And then I went to sleep. And then the next thing I know, she was asking my weight. And I would, I kind of cussed at her, but you can do that when you have known somebody that long. <laughs> and she signed us up skydiving. So apparently I'm going skydiving in August. Who knew? Uh- <laughs> Goodness. That's amazing. That's a life, you know, that's, that's amazing. So blessed. I, I wanted to open up all these new clinics last, when all this construction started, stuff happened, which was 2023, right? Yeah. So 2022 was supposed to be the year of growth. And right. then that happened and it just set us so back. So now it's all happening. And, you know, God, everything works in serious ways. Because if I had set it up then, then all that money had been, would have been taken. Yeah. And somebody said, you know, you really would have. I would have, I would have like grown it for nothing. But God is so good because, um, you know, somebody told me, and I wish I could credit this person. And I don't remember who it was, but it hit me so hard. They said, um, you know, God wants to bless you. You're such, you know, you, you're such a giving person though. And you give to people who weren't meant to, it to be given to. Right. Right. So you're, God wants to bless you, but you can't because you keep giving it away to people he doesn't mm-hmm. want. To so the second that you learn to keep the blessing that he's meaning for you and stop giving it to people, he needs to learn other lessons. Then, then you can have the blessing. And obviously they said it way better than I did, articulated it better. And, and it was more poignant for sure. Um, it, you know, touched me deeply. And so now seeing all those blessings unfold this year, it's it's yeah, yeah, it's come. So it's been a long time coming, a really long time coming. And it took a lot of um, growth, which is very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. Not fun at all, but now we're reaping those benefits. And so I have no complaints at all. I'm I'm glad we woke up today. Every day is a blessing. And um, I can't wait to keep talking about what we're doing with Flourish and hopefully expanding that, not from the business perspective, but what you guys need to hear as well. And, and Cindy is really our guide for that as, as a patient is more letting me know, um, you know, what the public wants and what the public needs to hear about. I don't want to always keep it about the clinic. So we will branch off into some mental health things and um, circle back to the um, sexual assault stuff, but we want to keep it light too. Yes. And like the, men- yeah, the mental health topic is pretty deep and the child abuse things deep and the sexual assaults deep. So, so if you get frustrated with that bouncing around, that's why we're doing it is because this is ultimately about positivity and we want to keep it on task. So exactly, exactly. I mean, but we have to talk about those hard things to get, through those to find that positivity. I mean, it's just, right. yeah. Right. We don't want to be, you know, uh, with our head in the sand and just act like these things don't happen. Right. Um, from your point of view, there's ways and that so you can it will always that. be important to us to hear what you guys have to say. About. Yes. And you want, you want to be a good parent or a good grandparent, a good guardian, or, you know, a good aunt and uncle, what have you, you know, maybe it's, your husband you're suspecting of like he has a weird you know always getting this one niece or nephew and you thought it was innocent now you realize the signs that Cindy mentioned which she talked to her kindergartners about and you're like well he does always have that kid in the bed you know and we always have separate bedrooms I don't know what your scenario is but but maybe it brings up something to you that you know, you had never thought about before and God help you if you heard this and or heard our last episode and it clicked on a light bulb for you. And now you've been going through trauma ever since, but God, it could have saved somebody from, exactly. from exactly. having through the trauma that we went through. And that's all we're trying to do is, is help people and, and save who we can. So exactly, exactly. Anyway, so we'll end on that note. Um, I don't know what we're talking about next episode. I would love to say that we're doing our drunken podcast. <laughs> <laughs> why do I always want to have fun <laughs> instead of, but it will be fun so it'll be see. fun no matter what it is yep absolutely all right so comment on our group on Facebook if you want to hear a particular topic and maybe we'll drop that after the episode too just to hear if anybody has anything that they want us to cover 
Definitely. We do. do, We definitely do want to talk about what people want to talk about. And I mean, we talk about everything that we've ever talked about is on the fly. It's not like it's planned out. And, you know, I mean, we're not Mm -hmm. experts on everything, but I think that we both have experienced or have knowledge on most, like a lot of things that they would want to hear about. You know what I think would be fun just off the top of my head, as usual, um, would it be to hear your opinion on homeschooling versus public school? Versus private school. Well, considering I homeschool my son, you know. Maybe we should talk about it though. Yeah, that's a good, that's a very good, um, that's a good topic. Well, because you have a homeschool. I did. I did. I just put him back in. He was supposed to start in a private school that ended up. um, So I have a son with autism and the public school system has not been great for either of my children, but um, either of my children are school age, but definitely not for the autistic one. And living in the parish, it went the best that he had. But then we moved away to Illinois and then in Virginia went, Virginia has the number four schools in the country, but that actually treated him the worst out of all of the schools. That's horrible. So, you know, I know one size does not fit all. No. So it'll be interesting to talk about that next episode. We'll talk yeah. about what, what our experiences are, what your thoughts are. Definitely. I'll be glad to share my thoughts. Teacher because you were a teacher for the public school system and why you chose to homeschool. Yeah. I, I know part of that, but we'll, we'll cast it out to the viewers or the viewers, the listeners, um, and see what, let them know what we're covering and see if they have any questions. That they definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's right. We're signing off. We are. So stay positive people. You know.